0: Welcome to another episode of Shenanigans with Shoop and Shaul Buddy. Shaul Buddy. That's the closest we're going to get to a nickname. <laughs> I am Mr. Shoop York Giant, ready to talk about my Giants and the rest of the NFC East. You know, it wasn't too long ago when the NFC East was a joke of the NFL. Fortune's turn last year and they had for really solid teams in that division. So, we'll start off um, with the defending NFC champions, the Philadelphia Eagles. And, oh boy, they were a surprise to a lot of the NFL last year. I mean, if you had watched my show with Chuck last year, you would have known that I was high on the Eagles from the beginning. But, I don't think I would have ever expected the Eagles to be the number one seed. Now, you got a lot of guys coming back. You have some departures. uh, But, you know, the same core group with possibly now an even more explosive offense with another year of Jalen Hurts and continuity of his guys. So what are the expectations for the Eagles this year? Super Bowl or bust?
1: No, I mean, I think they'll go deep in the playoffs and that will be normal. And then it's, you know, once you get there to the end, I mean, I think – Their defense has gotten better in certain aspects and a little bit questionable in others. Um, It's really going to come up to the new defensive coordinator. Um, I think we all know what's on the offense there. They got three amazing pass catchers, you know, two wide receivers and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, and then that tight end who's awesome, Go Dirt or whatever his name is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, so we know adding, you know, I like the addition of DeAndre Swift. I think that team already has a lot of good pass-catching running backs who'll fit right in, uh, taking over for Miles Sanders. I'm not really worried about their offense. Um, I like Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's got the best deep ball maybe, but I think Nick Sirianni gets the best out of him. It's really going to come down to the defense if they can hold up. They got that new coach, 39-year-old Sean Dasani, it's good. They got rid of, the, you know, they're turning over safeties. This guy has, I know from just watching Chicago a little bit and Ra- Raquan Smith come into the Ravens, you know, he does a lot with two high safety looks and does a lot of like disguising with that. And now they've, you know, got rid of two of their safeties and Epps and Garner Johnson and replacing it with potentially a rookie playing major minutes at safety. I'm not a huge fan of like saying the safety position is that determination of a defense, but mix that with a new a lot of new people on the defensive line, um getting a lot of those young guys that they uh picked a while ago in this year giving them some real rotational minutes, minutes if not starter minutes, I would say, you know, it, we're going to see game 1 with uh playing the 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 new england patriots if they're legit. I mean I think it'll be interesting. It would be it's gonna be a fun year for
0: them. Yeah well you're right. Safety, a rookie safety stepping in you know on a Super Bowl team from the previous year. You know, it's a big it's big shoes to fill. But I marvel at the value that the Eagles got in this draft. They did have two first round picks so they had a bit of an advantage. Yet they got two guys who were One guy, potential top five pick that it got at 10th overall in Jalen Carter, and then they get Nolan Smith, who could have easily gone in the top 10. They get him at number 30. So that go that right there replaces two guys they lost in the offseason in Robert Quinn and Javon Hargrave. And you know, they they lost some linebackers and and safeties as well. But this team is very deep uh, on both sides of the ball, and you know, they. They add a couple of running backs to mix and match, although, albeit both running backs are very awfully injured, which is why both teams felt free to let them go. So we'll we'll see if they can hold up throughout the season. But it's really going to be the same old crew going on. And looking at the rest of the NFC, you got the 49ers uh in the NFC West, who, you know, gave the Eagles a challenge before Purdy hurt his arm. I don't see a ton standing in the way standing in the eagles way but one thing to note is that they lost both their offensive and defensive coordinator as to, as head coaches in the offseason uh, I'm, I'm sure they have capable coaches on the rest of their staff but it's definitely going to be an adjustment and it might take it, there might be some growing pains a little bit you know we might not see that blazing hot start that we saw last year yeah, and they're going to have a really
1: hard finish, man. After week 11, after their bye week, I know everybody's like, oh, coming back from a bye week. They got Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, Dallas, Seattle. I mean, and then still New York. I mean, they really end out their season tough. And then hopefully they have that hot, hot, hot start. But if they don't, they got a tough road at the end to make up for it. So it'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, good point on that. They can't take any games for granted there. So let's switch to a different team in the NFC East, and we're going to move on to Dallas Cowboys, who once again had another embarrassing playoff finish. And this time it might have been the funniest of all the playoff finishes, somehow beating out, missing the spike with zero seconds to go, which happened against the 49ers the previous year. Well, this year they tried some Hail Mary play with Zeke blocking at center. He gets absolutely destroyed. And then an immediate um, <laughs> hospital pass to end their season. It's the same old story at the Cowboys. They put together how about them Cowboys, right? <laughs> the uh, it's it's insane how the Buffalo Bills and like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Raiders and the Rams, all these teams have had more championship game appearances than the Cowboys in the last twenty years. The Cowboys haven't been to an NFC championship game since what 1995 that's unbelievable is there any sign that this Cowboys team could finally get over that hump and make it to the promised land this year nope
1: they uh they're the same old Cowboys um I mean I don't see any big changes that are huge I mean they need to really embrace their defensive identity in my opinion and, uh, you know, they got a great trio of wide receivers, but they, I don't know what they're going to do with a tight end. And I mean, I wasn't a Zeke fan and I think that was a great, you know, addition by subtraction, but I just don't know who's really going to rise up if they want to do that same ground and pound. I mean, I like Pollard. He had a, he had a great year, but they didn't go and get like two other running backs. I mean, at least, Philly got. I like Deuce Vaughn, you know, as a third option running back. I really don't know who's going to come out, and maybe I didn't do enough research to see their uh their practice squad guys. But I just don't. They don't do that. They're not a team that that you see practice squad, you know, type of players that are going to get big minutes and big plays. They'll have some practice squad. Offensive lineman that works out, or there have some practice squad defensive uh like linebacker that makes those, you know, puts in some reps. But do they really have some superstar, you know, edge rusher, you know, like a lot of these teams that need to that need that? And they they just don't seem to be that deep. I mean, a person who always <laughs> last year was surprised you Cooper Rush, you know, and you don't want your backup having you know a 75% win ratio or whatever for going four and one and your starter eight and four and so I mean that was really good for them but that's not what you want and so I think I'm not a huge fan of Mike McCarthy I don't really think this team did much besides cut some dead weight and I don't see anything else to really jump them up I do still think that This division is top loaded with the Eagles. I think there's going to be a lot of crazy, weird losses between the Giants, Cowboys, and Commanders. And so I wonder – I think this whole division takes a step back. Like you said in the beginning, that it used to be an embarrassment and now it's coming back. I remember when it used to be talked about the best division in football, you know, and then it took a step back. And I think it's kind of went high, low, and now back to the middle – you know, the whole division. And I think you're going to see it's It's a good division. I'm not saying it's a weak division. I just think it's like, it's similar to my AFC, like North and um how they eat, eat each other
0: alive. Well, yeah. So one minor note, the NFC East hasn't had a repeat champion since the Eagles did it. Four years in a row from 2001 to 2004 <laughs> So they there has been a repeat champion almost twenty years. It might come to an end this year. We'll see about that. But going off the Cowboys, what the Cowboys' strength is, and I I think this is a big omission by you. I'm going to call you out for it. Saying they don't have a superstar pass rusher, they may have the best pass rusher in the entire league.
1: I'm saying that they don't have a like a lot of these teams, Ravens or somebody has a um, undrafted rookie come out as a pass rusher sir, that makes like. Five or six sacks. I, I was not me. Parsons could I have him as actually you always ask me, like, what's the surprise or what's your big thing? I think he could lead the NFL in in uh, sacks this year. I think it could be, definitely be the uh, defensive MVP. So I meant to say that they don't have uh, that like star position, whether it's running back wide receiver or even like, a uh, you know, edge rusher that they can pick off their practice squad, undrafted rookies. I mean, what undrafted rookie that plays a star position have you seen them, like, do? That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, okay, so that's valid. But the strength of this team, going off that, so the strength of this team is their pass rush. That is what got them to where they were last year. They were absurd on defense. Their, the pressure they generated game after game was a sight to see. But they needed it because... For one, you mentioned Mike McCarthy. He's, he was a bad hire from the get-go. Just rode years and years of Aaron Rodgers carrying him to to the playoffs. And he really didn't do much of Aaron Rodgers anyway. Uh, his play calling is predictable. I mean, you saw the the baffling decisions that he's made in playoffs the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, and he's not the only problem, though. Dak Prescott. he Great story. Came out of the fourth round. Came in right away as a rookie and has impressed. Stand-up guy, you know. But the problem with Prescott is he's one of those guys that needs everything around him to succeed. But he's paid like one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. He rode the success of a very talented offensive line for years and years. That offensive line is getting old now. Tyron Smith, he's missed an astonishing, like, he's missed about, he's missed over 50% of games the last three years after being one of the best left tackles in the year for quite some time. And Zach Martin in the interior, who's been one of the best guards in the NFL will probably be a hall of famer one day. He's getting up there in age two. Who knows if he starts to decline. So you got potential offensive line issues. I love Pollard. And I think he's going to unleash this year. Uh, but they did, you know, they did lose uh, their tight end Dalton Schultz, Uh, They're going to have to replace production at that position. Uh, I really think the Cowboys will be fine, but there's zero to convince me that they're going to do any better than they were last year. In fact, I think they're going to pretty much end up in the same place where maybe they'll get the fifth seed, and they'll beat up on whatever weak team comes out of the NFC South, and then get their ass handed to them by whoever the one seed is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on Prescott. I've been saying for a while to my Cowboy friends, uh, fans that are friends of mine, that Prescott's like a system quarterback or, you know, he's been helped by an offensive coordinator that gives them chunks in the middle of the field. And then that last year, they all kind of find. they've been telling me he just, he crushes during the pressure. He doesn't have a good long ball. I mean, they've, they've been having all these specific things that, I mean, they shit on him every second that they can Cowboys fans. And then when Cooper Rush did what he did, like, there's a system quarterback. There's a guy who does th- who does what this, And they all kind of were like, it was just so funny to listen to them. They're so beaten down by all these years of just 10 and 11 wins and mediocre mediocrity. And they find a new way all the time, like you said, just to finish with that same record. And right on the cusp of like sneaking into the playoffs or right of disappointment of just losing at the end of the season. And I think that is also with ownership, you know, he just wants to put players on the field and butts in the seats and it doesn't really have cohesiveness and, and depth. And I don't know. I just think it's, it's interesting.
0: Yeah. Bottom line, Cowboys are never going to be relevant unless they get a coach who's got an offensive line that can get more out of Dak Prescott, especially if the O-line aging, uh, but enough about the Dallas Cowboys. Let's talk about the New York Giants. Finally made the playoffs. Turned the entire franchise around. Brian Dable is a god among New York fans. <laughs> Daniel Jones. He got Daniel Jones paid, bro. He got Daniel Jones paid. That's remarkable on its own. So now they're you going say to that like it's crazy. a good thing. It's a it's it's a good thing for Daniel Jones, absolutely. But what
1: about Giants fans? It's a good thing for
0: a Giants fan that he got paid. Well, well, we'll hold on. We'll talk about Daniel Jones in a second. Uh, but we're going into year two of Brian Dable era. There's some questions that still haven't been answered this offseason. and that main one is Saquon Barkley. He got the franchise tag, like a lot of running backs. He was kind of disrespected to say with the price tag, but it's clear that. NFL teams don't value uh, or they don't value running backs like they used to. But Saquon might be, maybe he's a little different. Is he? What do you think?
1: You know, when it comes to running back or who you're going to pick your star position, great. I think Saquon's awesome. Don't get me wrong. Is he injury prone? Uh, Nobody really knows, you know, but at the same time, they saved a shit ton of money on the Daniel Jones deal. To be honest with you, they're not paying a top end quarterback. They're not paying a number one wide receiver. I don't understand either. They know. I think they know something that fans and everybody else doesn't because they're not paying a number one wide receiver. They're not paying a top end quarterback, quarterback money. They're not who, who is like, has the out of crazy contract in this era of people getting paid. The next guy keeps getting paid more. The next guy keeps getting paid more. And so they must know something that they're not committed to, but at the same time, who do they get? to really like any new faces. I mean, you know better than I do, but I just don't think they got anybody. If you're going to pick a running back in the first round, you still need to pick other running backs, you know, or or do something at the running back position, or you got to pay the man. And so I think he's a great face of the franchise. I think you can come up with something and that he's just, he runs awesome. He runs with his heart, but... There's something in that front office. And I think it's silly to say you don't pay running backs at at least something. I mean, it's a joke what they want to pay him. I think he's not an idiot. He knows that running backs don't get the most. But at the same time,
0: I don't know, man. You got to – I think they don't have
1: anything else. They don't have anybody
0: else. You hit the nail (laughs) on the head there. Listen, this is one of those weird instances right now. So the NFL, the teams have all leverage against running backs. But in this case – The Giants have no leverage. Saquon is their offense. What they did this offseason, they acquired a couple more, they acquired a couple more mediocre wide receivers to add to an already very mediocre wide receiver core. You know, they they go out and acquire Darren Waller, but he's getting up there in age. He's not going to be that bonafide number one guy. He, he will help out Daniel Jones. How many
1: touchdowns is Dalen Waller going to score? I love Dalen Waller. I remember when he was on the Ravens, and I watched him on on the Raiders. And I think he's fast, and I think he catches some balls. But he's not a touchdown machine. He's not a first down machine. He gets you five or six good first downs a game, basically. And it'll be great for Daniel Jones. It will help Daniel Jones and justify right. if he stays
0: healthy. If he, he stays, healthy.
1: if Dalen Waller stays healthy. But you go out and get you know Paris Campbell and and Jamison Crowder. I mean, what are these guys? They're not, they're barely possession receivers. There's there's some sideline catches that I've seen them do. There's none of them are gonna really take over the topper. And if they do, it's because they got forgotten, not because they're like this speed demon that everybody's scared of. Nobody's adjusting their whole system to Crowder anymore. I mean, he was always right. a speed demon. On you know what I'm saying. Nobody's like getting spooled by him running down the field and it's going to be all playing defense to him. They have nothing to offer in my opinion on offense except for Barkley. And I like Barkley. And nobody, I, there's no way Barkley's asking for
0: a five-year deal. He wants three years guaranteed. Yeah. I That's mean, it. he's he's a stand-up guy. He's great for the franchise. He puts butts in seats. So you're not going to let him not play. And there's... Yeah. If, if he doesn't play... That hurts that offense so bad. I mean, they got fourth round rookie Eric Gray, but he's not gonna transform the offense like Saquon does. They need Saquon. They need to get him a long-term deal just just to make the guy happy in this situation. And they have the cap room to do it. They didn't go crazy. They have cap space still with the Daniel Jones signing that they made. And there's they're not spending because we thought that they would spend the money to, you know, keep Saquon long term. They're not doing that. So they absolutely need to do that. Let's go into one positive, though, for the Giants this year, which they might have. If Evan Neal takes that next step that we expect him to, top 10 pick last year, they could have one of the best offensive lines in the league. So it might not matter all that much if his wide receivers, Daniel Jones, that is, his wide receivers aren't all that great. If he's got all the time in the world to protect him, that's what, Besides the coaching, that's what helped Dalen Jones take that next step last year. Elite blocking. Andrew Thomas, best left tackle in the league. Interior is pretty good. They drafted a center. That should take over pretty quickly. So that's what uh, a lot of the success for the Giants is going to be based off this year. Can that offensive line take that next step that we expect it to? And speaking on that, I mean, then
1: you should also for your running back, it's kind of similar to the Cowboys model that have a great offensive line and Prescott, you know, throws the ball all over the field, but can't get into the end zone because he's not elite. Daniel Jones is an elite and Daniel Jones doesn't have these elite pass catchers to get, you know, a crazy catch in the end zone or just run into the end zone and with, with their blazing speed. So now you need Barkley more and more when the guy, when you get down there in the red zone and you need to get four yards, you know, or you need to get two to four yards you got to have the threat of a run and you got to commit to it. And they don't, they're not committing to to Barkley and they're not committing to have a stable of running backs behind them. If they're not going to commit to them, because if they're not going to commit to them, where's everybody else? (laughs) Where's their other gadget running back Swiss army knife, something to do something. If if Barkley goes down or they're not going to pay him, they just, what are they going to do when the, when the field shortens in the red zone, just because you have a great offensive line, if you don't have two or three running backs that can do something, or two or three really good pass catchers, whether it's wide receiver, or tight end, um, you know, I think, I just think they're just they're again they're nine eight nine one season without something miraculously happen happening. Um, I know they're your boys, but I just again I think they have a really tough schedule coming into this year. They do. Um, that it's not easy at any point they have a, you know, a couple of like games sprinkled in, um, but they end the year, the last two, out of the last three games is at Philly then versus the Rams, which is not a great thing, but then with with Philly again, back home. And I just think that if they're going into that limping, I don't know. They have a good, I always like a late bye week, by uh, week 13 bye week. Some people like early ones. I, I like late ones just because it kind of just gets everybody some time to rest and always going into a bye week to a game and it's a Monday night game, so they'll have even a longer bye week. They're going into a Monday night game versus Green Bay. And who knows what Green Bay is? So I think, you know, I, listen, they could they could eke out 10 wins and, and and be where they were
0: last year. You know, I just don't see it any better than last year. Yeah, uh I rank the Giants as maybe the most middle of the pack team in the NFL with the questions on offense and plenty of questions on defense too. They signed Bobby Okariki to help with the linebacking core, but the linebacking core is still pretty weak. Now the defensive line has plenty of talent. Dexter Lawrence, one of the best D tackles in the NFL, Leonard Williams. He's, he's produced here and there on his contract, but he has potential to produce big. Can and can Kayvon Thibodeau take that next step up. It's really gonna come down to can these young corners for the Giants develop? They have a Dory Jackson, but he's better served as a nickel corner. And then they got young guys that just drafted Deontay Banks, and they got a third round rookie last year, or now second year guy, Cordell Flott. One of them's gonna have to step up and provide some good coverage or teams are gonna be throwing all over them.
1: It's not gonna be Banks. I watched him at Maryland. Um he's good. He gets deflections, but be honest with you in college, deflections are happening because the style of play balls a little bit slower. Everything's a little bit slower. It's easier to get your hands on. He's not a INT guy. He's fast, but he's not, I don't want to say quick. He's not like a jerky torky type of like a cornerback. And I was surprised where he got picked. Um, Do I I think he's a good kid? Do I think he he had one injury season at Maryland, which, you know, it's pretty normal in college. And then he didn't use his red shirt and he just came out. And I think he did really well in, um, in the uh, combine, but I watch every game he played. And he got a lot of time as a rookie. I mean, he got a lot of time as a freshman and not as a freshman. Don't, don't get me wrong. He didn't start like all their games, but they definitely Maryland has to play all their players. <laughs> and if nice. you know what I mean, they don't have a lot of good players that yeah. they have a lot of people who need to sit the bench. And so as a freshman, I remember he, you know, he could keep up with, with players. He could keep up with his speed and stuff, but he's not. Let's see. No, there's a giants. I'm warning you. He's not going to be first year lockdown on an Island and, you're going to be lucky in a zone system if he doesn't get beat because the ball just comes out so much quicker in the NFL and it's just timing wise, it's just hard for a cornerback.
0: Definitely not. I think he'll get, uh, I think teams will try to do double moves on him, uh, try to expose him a little bit, but you know, we're looking for development more than anything. Um, And we got some talented safeties in the back. Xavier McKinney, you know, he's, he hasn't really lived up to that. His, that second round billing that he had, can he take the next step up? But, last point on the Giants because we got another team to get to, but Brian Dable, I think Brian Dable has instilled an unbelievable amount of confidence in Giants fans going forward the the uh the hustle that he gets out of these guys and energy that you see on the field having Dable as the coach on the sidelines makes Giants fans believe so that's that's one reason for optimism and hell he was but, at, he was with Buffalo, right? yeah and and you yeah, know, I remember. And you know, with the NFC this year, like they might be mediocre, but mediocre could get you a seven seed, and then who knows what happens from there. Yeah. Speaking of mediocre, maybe the most mediocre franchise in the NFL at the moment. Lower
1: the mediocre. What's a word lower the mediocre? <laughs>
0: um, what 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 do you call it when uh there's been poop sitting there in a the toilet for like three four five hours and it's just got this weird looking color well that's not mediocre bud that that color that color is the washington commanders whatever that color (laughs) um and that's exactly what rained down on fans once from their from their sewer systems inside the stadium because of how poorly run this franchise is and not just off the field off the field has been documented very much and we can talk about that all day but on the field the product has been the same year after year and the problem with the commanders year after year, zero continuity at quarterback. I can't tell you how many guys have gone through in the last decade. And now they're going with slinging Sammy Howell as their new face of the franchise. What are your expectations for Mr. Sam Howell? I mean, settling
1: is my word of choice here. (laughs) I mean, this is like the most settling girlfriend I've ever heard of. (laughs) <laughs> you know bringing her around I would almost be embarrassed bringing that girl around my family I don't know what you do I mean it's just and then you got Jacoby Percet behind there and you kind of like looking around it's like looking at your little brother uh, sorry I know I'm, <laughs> you're my little brother-in-law but like you're like brought around this girl and she's you know he's settling for her and you know just the next in line or the next in line or the previous one is just as bad and the next one's gonna be just as bad and like i don't know what riverboat captain riviera is thinking over here the person who i feel bad for i don't even feel is eric benemy that's the that's like the story of the skins this year is he jumped ship for what man I don't know what he was thinking, Jump, you know, doing a lateral move from Kansas City offensive coordinator to the commander's offensive coordinator. You knew they were up for sale. You knew all their front office issues. You knew Rivera might not be there any year. And, you know, I mean, Chase Young, another player that just has – I mean, why would he want to play? How do you know if Chase Young is even that hurt? I think sometimes some of these superstars don't even want to play, and I don't blame them you know, and so this whole team, I don't even think it's about Sam Howe. I don't even think it's, I don't even know what to think of, and I'm a closet Redskins fan, being here in Maryland, growing up, watching the Skins, you know, Mark Rippen, you know, all of the famous uh, Art Monk, you know, everybody, their, their list is star-studded when I was growing up in my in my early years and teens, and it's been 20-some years, I feel like, I mean, it's just sad, dude. I mean, and they could still win eight games. They could still win eight games. I'm not, I mean, this, this division is so wacky. They won eight games last year. I mean, I loved Heineke last year. I thought that she just embraced Heineke. He, he was I somebody you so to build around. He was an, I, he, there was an idea, an identity with him that he, he spoke well in press conferences. he had a chip on his shoulder. He's like the Kirk Cousins equivalent, in my opinion. Was perfect equivalent there. They had Kirk Cousins. They knew what they had in Kirk Cousins. They let him go. They got another Kirk Cousins, and they just traded him for what?
0: Nothing. Now <laughs> to play devil's advocate here, Sam Sam Howell did have one good Week 18 game, which he was very impressive in that showing. He used his legs. He used his arm, and he made that offense a lot more explosive than than they than they were the entire season. So there is that little glimmer of hope, but there is. There are a lot of problems with the team, and it starts with the offensive line, which they lost a couple stars in the off season, and it's it's not going to be good protection for Hal. He's going to have to overcome that, and then on the defensive side, you lose Cole Holcomb, your best linebacker, leaving if you with nothing at the position, and then but they the got cor- Cody Bart- Barton, yeah, but uh, but he's not like he could take that next step this year, but he's he's not quite that Pro Bowl player yet. Yeah. At corner, they're abused at corner last year. <laughs> now they did they did draft Emmanuel Forbes, who's really tiny Devontae Smith like body type guy. But he's got really good ball instincts. Maybe he could develop well this year, but you know, rookie corners they're hit or miss. Uh and a lot more times they're they're miss in their first season. So expect more pains on that side of the ball. But I just have no faith. In this franchise, period, just, uh, they just never really seem to get it right, period. And uh, I don't think the fans are totally behind them uh, with, the, with the whole ownership situation. That is going to be a big distraction this year for sure. And is the, they have some talented receivers, but is it going to be enough to compete with the rest of the division? I think that they're just out outnumbered in terms of defense and offense for the rest of the vision teams, unless the giants don't sign Saquon, then they might be even with the giants, but they're kind of just outmatched.
1: No giants have an identity. Giants have built around. That's what I was getting with, with the Buffalo comment is that, you know, he comes from that the whatever his name comes from that, uh that idea and that, that place. And I think commanders, you know, new ownership is going to, you're going to see a lot. And I, I think they're more of a four team four win team than an eight win team let's say definitely but let's say they get the eight wins it's gonna be because of Benamy and how and not Rivera and I could still see <laughs> Rivera getting cut on Black Monday I mean I just don't see him anyway and then be- Benemy getting the getting the, the the bump up to head coach I mean I could see something like that to keep some continuity if they did something good. But I think this this team is in such disarray from the the sale we're gonna go through now to everything, to coach just being dead man walking, to star players not wanting to play, to you know, I don't know. I mean, I just sad the command to the bad name. That's an awful name. Commanders, awful yeah.
0: name. Skins is more fun to say. I will I will I will admit that. I don't care if that's controversial or not. Um, so let's see. We got five minutes left. So let's Go into some bold predictions. Uh, First of all, let's talk about where you think we'll end up. Do you think last year it was Eagles, Giants, uh, Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Washington? Do we see the same order this year? I do.
1: I I definitely do. I think it's I think it's cream at the top, and the rest of them. You could switch Giants and Eagles. I mean, um, get Giants and Cowboys, but I think the Eagles are head and shoulders above everybody to be honest i think they bring back four starters on the defense uh on the defensive line i mean on the offensive line i think they just have too much continuity going and too much star power um and then i think it's just you know it always comes down to injuries and some wild plays and then the commanders are just out to lunch so
0: yeah i think that order makes a ton of sense the eagles just you know, the concern of the Eagles was how many free agents they had. They had to sign everyone. It was kind of like the Buccaneers a couple of years back where they had a ton of free agents and they signed everybody. The Eagles have that continuity going. And with a lack of real threats in the NFC, the Eagles should roll through, win the division again, breaking that 20-year streak of no repeat winners. Cowboys will get 10 wins again and be bounced in the first round. Giants might get into playoffs and Washington fans will be sad again. Bold prediction. Um, Tony Pollard will lead the league in scrimmage yards, rushing and receiving among running backs. He's uh, got the, he's got the full workload this year. No Zeke to hold him back. They've got like practice squad level guys backing him up. They got, I mean, they signed Ronald Jones. Was he was he going to do? He's basically watched at this point. Pollard is explosive. He can go distance anytime he touches the ball. He's never had that opportunity to get the full workload. And with potential protection issues, you could see a lot more dump offs and a lot more plays for Pollard in space. I love Pollard to have a huge, huge season.
1: Good fantasy pick. Uh, I already said, kind of alluded to my one Parsons linebacker for the Cowboys to get lead the NFL in sacks. Um, my other bold prediction is that the giants, I'm sorry, but wheels fall off the car. I think, they are just uh, still fragile enough uh, to be an injury way of just falling apart. Um, I don't think they're going to be as bad as the commanders. I mean, I, I think the commanders are going to be dog shit. They're going to be four wins, if lucky, maybe five. But I think the Giants have, haven't had back-to-back nine, nine wins seasons since 2011, 2012, and it takes a lot to turn the boat And I'm not saying I don't like the Giants and where they're headed and their identity. I just think that, um, again, I watched Lamar Jackson, Kyrie Irving, a lot of these guys, and I don't blame them for not wanting to play all the time. I mean, they're totally different scenarios, but when you don't have a contract, I don't see why Barkley is going to put his body out there. You know, Daniel Jones, Mm -hmm. I think he's, you know, great inside the, the, the 20s, but they, I just... I just don't see him leading the pack. And I don't know if giving him a contract is going to make him a superstar. They didn't even give him a superstar contract. So what what's going to make him different and win more than nine, not, win nine games the same or win more. So I think they drop back, the commanders drop back and Parsons is the sack leader for the Cowboys. And that's one and two.
0: Yeah. And one more build prediction to top things off. I think the Eagles. So, I did say that they are the cream of the crop of the NFC, but I don't think they make the Super Bowl this year. But I won't reveal my team. So I will reveal my team later. But anyway, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please make sure to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And make sure to check out our content because we got three more divisions to go. NFL season is coming around the corner just a couple months away. But anyway, for now, I am Shoop. Um, I'm Shaul. And we'll see you for some more shenanigans later. Later.